Whether you in a car, room, office, or toes, Murray in the morning, got the talk for Let's go. Week 12 recap. We are back, y'all. Some fancy football talk. Back after a great, a great week good. 12, man. Yep, yep. A lot of. A lot of good football, especially college football. Go blue. Big game in Indy this uh, this Saturday, so let's take care of business. We beat that team down south. It was beautiful. Uh, tough fantasy games for me, though. I got yeah. demolished this week. I lost by uh, 2.5, so Ooh. pretty pretty tough loss. Uh, didn't really matter what I did. If I would have swapped a quarterback out. Godwin laid an egg. Najee laid an egg. It was yeah. just one of those weeks. Um, yeah, but I do have some. I do have some news because I did end up trading Chris Godwin. Uh, a little premature. I saw Antonio Brown's gonna be out for two more weeks. Yeah, I saw that so too. I thought he was coming back. That was a Dumbo. little bit bad on my part, but I got Aaron Rodgers and quarterbacks where I've been lacking all season. Hoping A Rod can you know come in, give me that 20, 25 points per game uh, yeah. that I've really been looking for on a consistent basis. Yeah, like we talked about, it's going to be tough with the Packers on a bye week this week and just two more weeks until fantasy playoff start in most leagues. Um, so that's that's that, that game you had to take, though. So hopefully it pays one, off. One win will clinch me in the playoffs. Uh, so all it takes is one. Know, the two teams that I play in the next two weeks are the teams I'm fighting with. So if I win one of these games, I'm in. And just got to get the dub. Got to get the dub. Week 12, man, we had a lot of tough injuries, though. I oh. saw a report. Top four pre-ranked running backs coming into the season are all hurt. Um, yep. We saw McCaffrey this weekend. Uh, they hung him up for the season. Dalvin Cook also got hurt with a, a pair of you know, chest injury. They say his timetable depended both three to four weeks, if not the season yep. as well. DeAndre yeah, Swift and the Lions, the sole bright side in Detroit this season. Shut him down. Shut him no down. reason to no reason to play him anymore. He's the only like superstar dynamic game changer yeah. you have, and unfortunately the Lions aren't going anywhere this season. So may suck for fantasy owners, but if the Lions are smart, they'll shut him down, get him ready for next season. Uh, and Debo Samuel, I mean, he's basically a running back too. Good boy. He went down. He'll probably miss you know two weeks. Yeah, man, it's it's week twelve was tough. You also lost one of the best tight ends in football in Darren Waller. I mean, just a lot of pieces. Yeah. During the late part of this season right now, um, you know, it is, like you said, an extended season. A lot of injuries coming up late in the year right now. And these teams, just like us fantasy owners, are in the playoff hunt. Every week matters. So there's going to be a, a lot of waiver wire pickups and a lot of guys that you're going to try to see if they can step up. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at Alexander Madison and Jamal Williams coming right to the NFC North. Uh, two guys that are going to get increased workloads, especially in the next two weeks or so. Uh, Madison's got a great game against the Lions this weekend. So if you didn't get to pick him yeah. up, uh, your loss. I'm sure, you know, some Delvin Cook owners had handcuffed him all season. It's going to pay off now. So that's what you were doing it for. Jamal Williams, good pass catching back. Yeah. on the ball probably 15, 20 times. So his floor will be there. And if he can find the end zone, that's just a cherry. Yeah, I was going to say, still a bad team. So you're really worried about him finding the end zone, not as much as you are with Madison. Um, but yeah, like you said, the floor there, he'll dominate the backfield. And someone's going to catch the ball for the Lions. And absolutely. You're assuming it's going to be Jamal Williams. We also might get Alvin Kamara, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins this week. Both have been out for the last three to four weeks. Fantasy owners are waiting for these guys to come back right now. Do you, yeah. think, do you think we get any of these guys back this week? I don't know. It's tough because we got a short week uh, for the Saints. Yeah. Uh, and the Cowboys are dealing with some injuries on their front. They got coaches missing because of COVID. 
Uh, Dan Quinn, I think he's calling the, the head coach for the he's game. calling the head coach, yeah. I did see uh, if Cooper's playing, who's making the trip, plays, it will be the first time that, like, Lyle Collins, Tyron Smith, Dak, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Zeke, like, all these players actually play together. So we'll see if the Cowboys can uh, put it together against the Saints in a hostile environment. Uh, and Taysom Hill's getting the start for New Orleans. Yeah, a lot of what-ifs, honestly, going into this week. I don't know what you can expect out of DeAndre Hopkins this week. I really don't. Or from a guy like Kyle Mori or even Taysom Hill. You know, got the start last season. Gave us 20-plus fantasy points. Looked very good. This season, that hasn't been the case. And he doesn't have the easiest matchup this week. No. And Michael uh, Parsons is going to be all over him. So I'm a little worried if you're starting Taysom Hill, especially the first week uh, of him tough. playing. But we know he can run. And that's probably going to be their game plan. However, the Cowboys are pretty good at stopping the run. They'll make you throw. Uh, they got some guys that back there that can pick it off. Yeah, fantasy owners can expect uh, C.D. Lamb to be suiting up this week. They say he has to pass all concussion protocols, so he's back uh, for sure. You got uh, a couple guys coming off a of bye week who we kind of got a glimpse at. I'm excited to see Clyde Hilaire Edwards this week yeah. in that Kansas City Chief offense. After the bye, they've struggled a little bit before the bye. We get him Sunday night, too, against Denver. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. Good divisional matchup. Looking, looking forward to seeing how the Chiefs come out of the bye because that AFC is wide open. The Patriots look incredible. Uh, Fantasy-wise, not really, unfortunately, besides their defense and Nick Folk. Um, yeah. it's, got, it's crazy that they're the best team in the AFC right now, them and probably the Ravens. And the only people you really want in their fantasy team are their defense and the kicker. Bill doesn't, Bill doesn't give a hell about your fantasy team. Bill gives no shits. Openly. doesn't care. Um, I do want to give a shout out to some newcomers on our top performers list this week. Four touchdown Lenny. Oh, that. Four Tuddy Lenny. Four Tuddy Lenny. What a game he's had. He showed up big for the uh, Buccaneers. Really, the, the sole bright spot in that offense besides yeah. Brock didn't get guess, much out of Godwin really or Mike Evans. That's Colts rush defense. Yeah. Um, so he played great. Elijah Mitchell has been really, since he came back from injury, he's been just tearing it up, you know? A six-round pick. That's insane. They, you know, they drafted a guy like Trey Sermon early, and Elijah Mitchell, the later pick in the draft, is the one who stole the show this season. Yeah, and uh, if you got him early on, you know, like after that week one performance, and you've been holding on to him for this long, like now it's been paying off. Yeah. And he's probably gotten you a few wins and gotten you back into to the hunt. How about your boy, T. Higgins? Yes, he finally showed up on uh, like, secretly a dominant wide receiver uh, trio, honestly. Really Jamar good. Chase, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins. They're actually a very good receiving core. So it's a lot of passes to go around. Even got uh, the tight end that comes around every now and again. So it was great to see a guy like T. Higgins step up. because We thought he'd probably be the best receiver on the Bengals this season. It's been Jamar Chase, but he's hanging around. Yeah, and if you look at the numbers, it's kind of crazy because T. Higgins leads in target share yeah. and, and everything like that. Um, Jamar Chase is obviously the big name, fifth overall pick. And then Tyler Boyd's been there forever. We've seen what he can do. So you know how good he is. T. Higgins only in his second year. We saw some glimpses last year. And now he's really putting it together. And you got to think, like, T. Higgins next year is going to be an early receiver just because Burrow can throw the ball so well. He kind of reminds me of Deontay Johnson. Yeah, uh, he's a little, definitely little a little bit bet. under the radar, disrespected, but just such a good floor, can get, can get you – Six catches a game on 10 targets. That's yeah. what you need. That's exactly what you need. He showed up big for the Bengals and a dormant offense almost. 
Um, Mr. Dependable, though, for the Bengals, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Oh, Does my God. Again. I feel like people have been drafting them, like, first, second round, like, the same <laughs> people for three to four years now, yeah. and it's just not been paying off. And finally, this year, you can just shove it in everyone else's face. Like, yeah, no, Joe Mixon is Mr. Dependable. Yeah, no, you just need Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. He's needed uh, yeah. nine guys in the box, you know. He just yeah. takes some of the people out of here for me, and he's having himself a and fantastic season. Do it season. all. And how about um, Scordell Patterson? Because I played against him. That's the that's the reason I lost. He scored two touchdowns against me. Uh, but the, the Falcons can't score when he's on the field. And then <laughs> they only score because it's of him. Yeah, he, he missed a week. The Falcons were nothing. He came back, and they're scoring points again. And somehow they have a shot at making the playoffs. And somehow, yeah, so. that's wild to me. You yeah. also see he's a safety. <laughs> he's, the he's, on, he's, a, he's the reserve safety. Uh, he so, does whatever you want. He's like watch, he, he's Monte Ellis of football. He's a five-tool player. I mean, yeah, I do. I do whatever you want me to do, coach. Any any side of the ball. And uh, I want to talk I'm about. Also, I'm also loving what I saw out of Antonio Gibson on Monday night. He was yes. dominant. Yes, I was going to say back-to-back weeks for Antonio Gibson. Got to start to wonder is he finding his footing finally in that I think he's healthy offense. Also, could be completely healthy now. They did talk about early in the season he'd been nagging, some nagging injuries. They got um, they got that bye, and then he just kind of you know took control of that offense. Even J.D. McKissick was still involved and got yeah. you two scores, but Gibson had 34 touches or something crazy like that. I want to talk about a guy who we haven't mentioned much, but is the number five receiver in fantasy football this season, Adam Thielen. I mean, all the guy does is score touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. and we we really haven't talked about Kirk Cousins because. He's been great for fantasy purposes. I don't yeah. really think you want him still as your franchise quarterback, but fantasy quarterback, yeah, sure. He's got Justin Jefferson, Thielen to throw to, uh, Conklin scoring touchdowns too. So, yeah, Thielen's been great, uh, especially when that running game is kind of stale when Delvin and Madison can't get going. Yeah. They're able to just go deep to Jefferson. He takes so much attention. And then Thielen down the middle, short passes. Red zone. Red zone. He's, yeah, he's definitely Kirk's favorite red zone target. Him and Jefferson are receiver five and seven, respectfully. So that's insane to have two top Jefferson's eight. so good. Top, two Justin top Jefferson eight fantasy so receivers, good. and Jefferson's, like, that much better. Yeah, he's he's pretty crazy. Now, not really that high of a um, fantasy ranking-wise, but Jalen Waddle, my boy, has been putting on he's a gotta be your, show. <laughs> he's got to be your favorite player in football right now, at least in fantasy. You love Jalen Waddle. You guys like your wide receiver one. <laughs> yeah, you love uh, Jalen Waddle. He, he's the wide receiver three, but I, I, I really like what the Dolphins, and they've won four straight. Their defense yeah. is finally clicking like we saw last year. This is a playoff team last year uh, through all these injuries and everything like that. So two is playing really good. Uh, Gaskin's getting going, running the ball. And Waddle's just taking control of, uh, I'm the number one receiver. I don't care who you put on me. I'm going to get my targets. I'm going to get my catches. Yeah, yeah, Waddle said the rest of my receivers are hurt constantly. Will Fuller and Devontae (laughs) Parker. So I'll be here. You know, we talk about the best ability is availability. Waddle plays. He shows up every week. And him and Tua definitely have some type of connection going on there where all the way back to Alabama. I mean, he's, he's, he's looking at Waddle the way that big Ben used to look at a B like, if it gets tough, where you at, I'm throwing it to you. The Pat Mahomes, yeah. Tyreek Hill type of connection. And for some young guys, you have to love where that's going to end up. You can definitely see them competing with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase over the years. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now I do want to touch on a guy who 
a little bit different skill set than Waddle. Uh, big, fast, DK Metcalf, what's going on? Because since Russ came back, DK hasn't seen the ball. Yes, no, that's four straight weeks almost. It's a little scary. A, a tough DK Metcalf games, and it's – I don't know. The Seattle offense right now is in total shambles. Uh, yeah. Russell has discussed the issues with the offensive line before. We've all have seen it before. Um, and since he's come back, I don't know if that's standing out more, if he's still a little hurt, but yeah. they have not looked like the Seattle offense at all. Of course, they don't have Chris, Chris Carson, Carson at the running back spot, which is a gigantic It does really more. hurt more than you kind of think because yeah, Chris I mean, Carson's a really good runner. Yeah, and DJ Dallas, Dallas and Alex Collins aren't anywhere near the Chris Carson's level. So there's a lot more pressure on Russell to make it happen, and I think sometimes under pressure he does what we just talked about. If it gets tough, look for Lockett. Um, yep. But we talked about it last week. Lewis Reddick was saying that you have to get Metcalf the ball. Um, yep. But I think he's he's in, a, he's in a tough situation like Claypool and Steelers right, in Pittsburgh right now. Like It's just hard to get these bigger receivers the ball when they're not really the ones that go over the middle as much. Speaking of Pittsburgh, are you panicking a little bit on the offense? I mean, we saw just a terrible divisional game. Bengals ran him out of the building. Uh, Najee put up a dud. Playful had like nine points. Uh, Deontay Johnson was kind of the only bright spot. I panicked when we tied with the Detroit Lions. Well, that, that was, was a yeah, panic. That was, that was panic a panic. Yeah, sure. panic smash for the Steelers. And yeah, it's like, man, this team is so good. And we have this window defensively that we have to capitalize on. But, but you haven't got, really been good defensively. Got, well, they're on the defense a lot. Yeah, that's true. A lot. You can't really, <laughs> you know? see, you can't really stay in the field when you throw the ball two yards and it's third and nine. Yeah, you know, they get um, a lot of three and outs, you know, so it's really defense. Obviously, they haven't been as great, but it's hard when you're on, you don't get any rest of the defense. You're constantly on the field and you have the pressure of knowing you actually, actually have to score points as a defense for us to win games. Like we aren't, three and outs aren't going to cut it to win in Pittsburgh. We need to actually get interceptions. So that yeah. pressure makes you go for big plays and go for more gambles and they've been getting beat this year with that for sure I'm just hoping offensively Ben can just figure it out enough to not lose us any more games and we can just keep them close and we can win those ugly 13-14 football games and And also when they they were winning they were getting Najee Harris involved in the passing game and now they've kind of gone away with that and we know their offensive line isn't good so you need to kind of move the offensive line or move your players out get them in space to really be able to make them let them make a play. Yeah. And they're not doing that. They're just running a basic offense, running their little short crossing routes, and teams are catching on to it. And the thing that fantasy owners aren't missing, but the Steelers are, is Juju Smith-Schuster, the best run blocker that the Pittsburgh Steelers have. Um, Claypool and Deontay Johnson are not known for their run blocking, and you're seeing that a lot with the Steelers trying to bounce the ball outside because they don't have good linemen. So you're trying to bounce them outside a lot more. You're definitely missing Juju on that edge providing blocking now they're trying yeah. to go up the middle the, the the line isn't good as we've discussed so going up the middle isn't really going to help and Najee has definitely struggled so I'm hoping Mike Tomlin is able to just figure out enough to make the playoffs this season but he's gonna put um, some music on in, in practice I definitely don't have the hopes that I had prior to the season of uh, making another run at the title I'm a little worried yeah well, we'll 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 see what the Steelers do tough uh, tough game against the Ravens this week but some other running backs are Nick Chubb and Saquon Barkley uh, yes, specifically Saquon Barkley. Saquon's you know, he's, been he's been healthy. Tough. Yeah, he's been healthy. And, 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 yeah, it's been tough. I don't know what's been going on in New York besides they're not good at football, but 
Yeah, they're really – I assume he'd be a player kind of like a Christian McCaffrey on a bad team that could still find ways to produce at least a fantasy value. Fantasy-wise. The amount of uh, the, the floor he gets and the amount of reps he's going to yeah, get. Yeah, they're, they're just not able to move the ball right now, so they're not yeah. getting those red zone looks. Danny Jones isn't able to push the ball down the field. Uh, now he's probably going to be out. So I don't think things are going to get much better with Mike Glennon. It sucks because that's a guy you draft in the first round or second. <laughs> yeah. and you're considering probably going to bench him. Yeah, you're like, or, is he going to bench? Flex? You yeah. have to bench Saquon Barkley. Um, I'm not as worried about Nick Chubb. I'm no. still confident playing Nick Chubb next week. I agree. He just had one of those weeks, I feel. Uh, the Browns didn't look good. But I still would feel confident playing Nick Chubb as my RB1 or 2. Yeah, I too. don't feel especially, that confident. Especially with Saquon. Cream Hunt back. Uh, yeah. I think Cream Hunt gives them that change of pace that they really need. They do play them together sometimes. Uh, that was just an ugly game against the Ravens. So I think the Browns will be okay. But what about Mike Williams? Because the Chargers looked stinky. Five straight weeks for Mike Williams. Started off with a bang. We all talked about how this was the Mike Williams we Good, wanted. Finally. Yeah, finally. Not too fast, my friend. Yeah, he hit us with the old okie doke. Uh, with the league or so. Four weeks later, fantasy owners are scratching their head on Mike Williams, and you're in the Saquon Barkley situation of is he even playable week to week? Yeah. I, I mean, I think you have to find him on the bench right now. That offense is looking very Keenan Allen and Eckler dependent, which is not good for fantasy owners or either the Chargers in real life as they struggle without Mike Williams' production, clearly. Yeah, I mean, they're two and three uh, in these last five games. So not looking great for the Chargers. And again, I think Jamar Chase is going to be fine. He's yeah. going to have rookie struggles. He's going to have some bad games. But should we get into the uh, Week 13 preview? Yes, sir. Let's get into the Week 13 With preview. A- We've already talked okay. about the waiver wire pickups, you know, all the yep. running backs that went down. You probably got him on your roster anyway, you know, but a guy you might not have that I do want to mention is Amir Abdullah um, on a bye this week. So you could pick him yeah. up probably free of charge because he's on a bye this week. But the Carolina Panthers, you could see him share some time with Chubba Hubbard as they don't have a Royce Freeman this go around without the McCaffrey injury. Yeah, I think Chuba's obviously the guy you want. Yeah. But if, if not, Abdullah is going to be that kind of pass catching back, um, that kind of lightning to the thunder. Uh, so I do like that play. And I also like Boston Scott. The Eagles yes. love using him in the red zone. And this Eagles schedule coming up is, ooh, I think they play the football team and the Giants, like the rest of the, the next four games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who scheduled that? I don't know. But Eagles got a pretty nice schedule coming up. So Miles Sanders still a little banged up, hasn't looked great. Yeah. Boston Scott's getting those goal line carries. He's definitely a nice play. And staying within that division, we kick off football tomorrow. Dallas Cowboys. New Orleans Saints in Louisiana. I love the fantasy plays this week for the Dallas Cowboys. If Amari Cooper passes COVID protocols, I think him and C.D. Lamb are a go. I've also been seeing Tony Pollard played in us uh, many fantasy leagues, and he's been very solid. Yeah, I I don't know how much you want to put to Jerry Jones's word because uh, he said Zeke's going to get a big workload, but. Every time we hear that, it's like, oh, the guy never plays. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're rolling the dice and starting Pollard, but if you're struggling with injuries or you got buys and you need someone, yeah, play Pollard. He's going to get you some catches. He's going to get some carries, and he's pretty explosive too. So you got to think the Saints-Cowboys points. I like it. The New Orleans Saints, I'm loving the play of whichever running back suits up. You know, if you yeah. get Ingram, you play him. If you got Kamara, you play him. Not sure if I'm playing – Ingram, if Kamara's playing. No, um, probably not. But they are going to run the ball a lot because Taysom Hill yeah. 
and they're not going to, we think, throw it uh, as much. So we'll see. Yeah, stay away from the receivers if you haven't already. Uh, Callaway's touchdown streak ended last week, but even with his three-week touchdown streak, he really wasn't giving you much fantasy value. No, it's 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 a sad reality, but you really there are just some teams that you can't play their receivers or their running backs, and you don't you don't play a Saints receiver this year. Seven games for the one o'clock slate, Schwab. We got some good ones, man. Your boy Taylor kicks it off first with the Colts, oh. hoping to rebound. Let's get a big Colts win, big JT day. You know T.Y. Hilton's going to score a touchdown or something because he <laughs> absolutely Houston. owns the Texans. Loves Starting Michael Pittman Jr. Um, again, maybe in that kind of same scenario as Tony Pollard, this is a game where you can maybe start Naeem Hines. Yeah, this, this could be a good old-fashioned green light game for sure where you know every possible healthy player on the coast is healthy. You can go in and play him out there. Um, on the other side of the ball, the Texans – much of the same, you know, even with the loss of Mark Ingram and the loss of uh, – I lost another running back recently as well. You still haven't seen anyone take over the backfield. You know, I don't love David No, it's Johnson. like Rex Burkhan and David Johnson. Yeah. And you're oh, not yeah playing, they, you're they, not... they lost Philip Lindsay, and you still haven't seen anything come from that yet. Yeah, I, I think Rex Burkhan's probably the guy you want. I actually picked him up. Uh, I had a couple open roster spots, so – I don't love it because the Texans offense isn't good. Brandon no. Cooks is probably the only guy you really want to start on that team. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, probably avoid your Texans, and they're probably going to get blown out here. Another blowout at your hands right here with the Vikings and the Lions. Could be a, I might, I'll much be there. the same. I'll be uh, in Ford Field for this one. Ooh. Get to watch uh, Jamal Williams, Jared Goff, TJ Hawkinson, and the boys tear it up and get their first win of the season. You about, Probably to pay, not. you about to pay for an ass beating. That's no, did not pay for the tickets. They were <laughs> no, I'm not paying for these tickets. Tell you. I'll watch I'll watch Red Zone on my couch before I do that. But I, I did get tickets, so I'm going to the game. Uh Vikings start everyone. Start yeah. absolutely everyone down to their third receiver and maybe the second running back. Yeah, Osborne's definitely a possible flex play. You love Madison this week. He's sneaking to the running back two conversation. And on the other side of the ball, the Lions. I don't know. I don't really know. Maybe TJ Hawkinson. Probably that's it. But Jamal Williams. I mean, possibly yeah, Jamal yeah. You, Williams. You, you, at the you can play spot. Jamal. You can play Jamal Williams just because of the workload, the volume he's going to get. Yeah. So I actually do. I, I'm sorry. I, I do like Jamal Williams as a play this week. But uh, what, do we, what do we got next? Giants at the Dolphins. Uh, if it's a Mike Glennon game, I'm avoiding all Giants, uh, probably including Saquon. But again, depends on your situation, who else you got to play. He's still Saquon Barkley, right? Yeah. He's going to maybe pop one of those 40-yard runs that he has. Dolphin side, uh, you're probably playing their kind of big The defense. You want Gaskin. the Dolphins' defense. Definitely want the Dolphins' defense. But and that's what I'm thinking here. Besides Gaskin, that, maybe Gasecki and Waddle. I think those are your three from yeah. Miami that you're able to play. Uh, Gasecki's been a little up and down, especially these last two or th- three weeks or so. But uh, this the is going to be a spot where you like them. Yeah, the target share is too high to still, you know, to give up on him yet. You know, he, he's got to be a play. I did mention last week, and it paid off as I paid uh, play Friar move. But I think Gusecki's a start this week. And like you said, Jalen Waddle, you got to love that matchup. Yeah, they've but been throwing the ball a lot don't more. Be this, don't be surprised if Waddle gets a veteran cornerback um, from the Giants. And Bradbury. Bradbury could cause some havoc. I doubt it yeah. because of the volume, but don't be surprised. And they move around. He plays outside. He plays slot. Yeah. Um, they find creative ways to get him the ball because he is kind of like what we were saying with Swift and the Lions, one of those explosive players that you have. 
Man, we could have a tough one o'clock slate here. The Buccaneers and the Falcons. Could be a lot of blowouts. This could be another be, blowout green this line game. This is gonna be an ugly, here. Be an ugly game. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't see Tom taking it easy this time. He's coming to Atlanta. Got some friends going to the game, but I think Atlanta's gonna get the beat down here. I yep. love the play of Godwin if he's healthy. I think he should be. Antonio Brown's not coming back, so I'm still liking Mike Evans despite you know a slower week. You love Gronk and you love Fotud Liddy. You gotta love Fotuddy. Uh yeah, green light there. And maybe Tyler Johnson. Maybe. If, <sighs> yeah, you're, you're depending how deep possibly, he is. Yeah, depending uh, Falcons, Falcons. Are playing Pitts and Patterson. And yeah. that's that's it. And Pitts um, gonna give you a oh, tough day. Play the Buccaneers defense too. I'm playing them this week, so you know they're gonna score like twenty points. Uh looking forward <laughs> yeah. to that one. Eagles Jets could be another game that's a blowout. Uh might, yeah, Eagles coming off a bad loss. Yeah, yeah. if they say Jalen Hurst might not play, so if he doesn't play, it could be a, just an awful game to even tune into. Um, yeah. If, if you've got both backup quarterbacks for the Eagles and the Jets. But if not, I think you love the play of Jalen Hurst and you love the play of Devontae mm-hmm. Smith and whichever running back starts. But no Hurts, I'm a little iffy on the De- Dev- Devontae Smith. Yeah, if there's no Hurts, I'm probably avoiding the – if it's if it's some Flint Gardner Minshew, mm-hmm. I'm probably avoiding the Eagles altogether. And the Jets – you got to think about it because Elijah Moore has been good, but who's getting the Darius Slay, you know, shadow? Because if it's him, yeah. he might get shut down and Corey Davis is the play. If it's Corey Davis, then Elijah Moore might be the play. So you got to keep an eye out for that. Yeah, and especially which quarterback is going to play this week for the Jets as well. It's uh, probably going to be Wilson, but maybe Flacco. <laughs> yeah, you maybe. see, like, no one knows. So, like, that's you got to watch out for that as well. Uh, Cardinals another, and the Bears. What are they scheduling block. these one o'clock? This is a hey. Go ahead and go ahead and schedule your your family dinner. You know your wife's been asking you to go on walks. Do the so, honey list. This is a great Sunday one o'clock cleaning, working, do your laundry. Cardinals and the Bears. Green light for the Cardinals. Hopefully we get Kyler Murray and DeAndre yeah, Hopkins back. We need it. Uh, we don't even know if we're getting Justin Fields either. So it might be another yeah. Andy Dalton game. You got to still probably like Montgomery and Mooney yeah. from the Bears. And the Cardinals, if you get Kyler, you play you play them all because the Bears haven't been good. Their defense hasn't been good. Connor's obviously a top running back play. Either uh, way, yeah. You got you to gotta like Kirk and uh, maybe A.J. Green. Yeah, and even at the tight end spot, Zach Ertz has not been awful. If you get a Cole McCoy, you might get a lot of Zach Ertz action again. Yeah, absolutely. But we do get to a finally a good game at 1 o'clock. Uh, at least we think it's going to be a good game. Depends Chargers on what Bengals. charges show up here, what charges we're going to get. Mm-hmm. If we get the high-scoring chargers, because the Bengals score points, so we, that's going to be probably yeah. about the over game, green light, play everyone. Uh, if the bad chargers show up, you really only want Eckler and Allen. Yeah, I love this game as far as on paper for fantasy lineups because you don't see any defense or either team that scares you from playing any of your players. Um, I, I, like you said, you're playing everybody, and I think you're going to have a hell of a game from the running backs here. Mr. Dependable and Austin Eckler are both going to have mm-hmm. great games, I think. The question is, which teams are going to have the receivers go off? Because there's just so many good receivers to watch in this game. Unless we just get a bunch of points and everyone gets theirs. That's what you got to hope for. Everybody um, eat. That's what you need. In, in Cincinnati, too. So hopefully weather's not a factor. Wind. Sl- slide in the 4 p.m. games. Only three of them. All could be a little nasty. Starting off with the Rams and the Jacksonville Jags. I love the play of Robinson um, if he's healthy for the Jags. That's about it. That's where the list ends. And yeah, I, I'm ending it there. 
<laughs> uh, on the Rams side, I mean, you got to think this is a big get-right game. Uh, Ooh, so yes. play the defense. And then OBJ finally got his touchdown. Uh, Darrell Henderson, if he plays, you still start him. But if he doesn't play, Sonny Michelle, run him out there for sure. Run him out there. You love Cooper Cup and you love Van Jefferson. He's averaging seven to nine targets the last four weeks for Van. So yeah, got to keep playing him and hope he finds the end zone again. So that's that's about right for that game. And next is the – hopefully it could be a good game if we get Heineke from last week, the football yeah, team hot. and the Raiders. They're hot. Uh, they've won, I think, three straight, looking really good uh, after the Monday night win. Tough game to go cross-country, yeah, go play cross the Raiders, Vegas. Uh, who had a bit of a longer week because they played on Thanksgiving, coming off a pretty big win. We'll see about Darren Waller. If he doesn't play, I do like Foster Moreau. Uh, he scored yeah. last time when Waller didn't play. We know the Raiders are going to be pass-heavy. Josh Jacobs looked pretty good on Thanksgiving. You're still playing him. And I love Hunter Renfro this week. Love. I mean, he's, he's, he's your guy. He's your guy for the uh, Raiders if you're talking receivers. You love Hunter Renfro. Football team, I'm liking J.D. McKissick this week at the flex spot if you're bit by the uh, the bye bug with some injuries as well. ton of running backs not playing this week, so – you yeah. could find yourself playing McKissick, and he's been consistent in the receiving side of the uh, the game for Tyler Henneke. Yeah, definitely. Terry Terry McLaurin's always a play. It's a little Gary, bit Terry. of a worse match matchup for him. I also play him this week, so he'll probably score two touchdowns. Um, but Logan Thomas just yes. came back, and they limited him a little bit on Monday night. He still had like three catches. He's, I mean, ultimate red zone target, six nine. Former quarterback can throw the ball. That's a guy that if he's, he's on waivers, maybe go pick him up. He could be uh, someone that you could put in your tight end slot if you had an injury or, or something yeah. happened. He's a touchdown happy tight end for sure, and looked very good last week. I'm I, I agree with that. Logan Thomas is big. Um, the biggest rivalry in NFL: get the Ravens and the Steelers. If Big Ben ever chose a game to show up, this yeah, is definitely this one. It's going to be but this one. Lamar is coming off a four interception. Terrible outing. Yeah. I, the, the Ravens have won some crazy games this year where they have not looked good at all and they still get the win where other teams would have probably lost. So the Ravens are sitting pretty uh, right now at top of the AFC. And these two teams don't like each other. No. They don't like each other. Claypool could be in some issues this game. I don't know if you can play him. I'm loving the play of Deontay Johnson. You're still playing Najee Harris. Yep. And uh, on the Ravens side, Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews are your guys. Yep, and I think, I think you can play Devontae Freeman again. He's been looking pretty solid at the running back spot for the, uh, the Ravens Yeah, at well. least at least Freeman's getting the goal line carries, which is what you yeah. really need. And then if if you're the Ravens or you're a Ravens uh, fantasy owner, you just got to hope Lamar's right. Because if Lamar's good, the offense runs well. Yeah, if they're not – Give me a long day for everybody involved, including the Steelers fans. Um, <laughs> fourth game, because you know I can't. Oh, yeah, they got much bad. 49ers and the Seahawks. Man, the, the Russell Wilson fantasy owners, Seattle fantasy owners are praying that they show up this game because if not, At they home, will hopefully. get beat by a San Francisco team that's looked pretty solid week in and week out. Oh, this San Francisco team is one of the hottest teams in yeah. NFL right now. Uh, their defense is playing well. And the offense is finally clicking. You know, Jimmy G's not ruining, throwing away games, losing you games. Kittle's back healthy. Uh, the only tough question is, is no Debo. So Brandon what is this offense going to look like without Debo? Yeah, you can definitely start Brandon Ayuk this week. And Elijah Mitchell's your boy as well. Um, 
George Kittle, of course. Duh. Yeah. And uh, Seahawks, I think you got to start them one more time. You start the receivers. Uh, it hurts I'm to say, but you I'm have starting to. Russ because he's he's got the receivers. But yeah, uh, yeah, that Seahawks team looks really bad. They did just sign Adrian Peterson to the practice squad, so you know that's going to turn everything around. Yeah, don't 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 touch that one, guys. We fell for that already once this year. Sunday night football, Broncos and the Chiefs. They switched this game to uh, Sunday night football primetime game because. This must-see TV right here. This could be a good one. But the Broncos have shockingly struggled at the receiving position. We were talking about big money. Yeah, fantasy-wise, like playing-wise, they look good since they got rid of Von Miller. The defense actually kind of woke up a little bit. It's like we got to step up now that this guy's gone. Uh, Shout-out Patrick Sertan with that touchdown last week. Alabama, the The Broncos' offense, besides the running backs, have been just brutal. Yeah, Tim Patrick early in the season was a guy we were playing consistent floor, seven targets a game, you know, 10, 11 fancy points. He's become a guy I haven't started in weeks. Uh, Corlin Sutton just signed a fat extension, not really playable right now. You hope that the return of Jerry Judy kind of spices up the offense a little bit. But if you don't get Teddy Bridgewater this week. He's played for three or four games and he hasn't done anything. Yeah, I know. Teddy could be hurt. And I don't know if Drew Locke is what you are comfortable with. You can't. No, if if Drew Locke. Plays do not start any of the receivers. Yeah, you um, love the running backs. Maybe the only guy you can really start. The running running backs, backs are good. Devontae looked really good last week. Uh, this is a tougher matchup, though. I think the Chiefs' defense has been playing a lot better as of late, and they are coming off a bye. So, uh, tough matchup for the Broncos going into Arrowhead. Yeah, tough matchup for the Chiefs defensively. I think that you obviously are playing Pat Mahomes, you're playing Tyreek and uh, Kelsey, but I'm not reaching down to the Hardman side and no. definitely play Clyde Hilaire, but he's in the running back three spot, spot maybe a flex because this is a good Broncos defense. Yeah. Uh, Vic Fangio is one of the best. So yeah. Uh, the Chiefs have proven to be a team. If they struggle with the run, they'll stay past. They won't keep trying to run. They've proven to be that team. So if they struggle early trying to run on the Broncos, you could just see Pat throw 45 times. And it's a divisional game. So, you know, they know each other well. They've played – uh, two times a year for the last however many years Patrick Mahomes been starting at this point. Uh, you could see a low-scoring game. The hottest team in football we get on Monday night. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick said Tom got it first. I'm telling you, Bill's like Kobe Bryant with the Lakers spot. You know, like Shaq got the quick title. Bill is playing the long game here. And, they they've uh, looked he's, incredible. Mac Jones. He's got some shit over the there in New England. Um. The defense, I mean, let's just give them their flowers because they brought they signed a lot of people this offseason. Everyone's like, what are the Patriots doing spending all this money? Uh, they're competing for the AFC. All right, the, the boys club is back. Those guys all from different places, but they seem to love to play together, together on the offense and defensive side. Um, I'm loving the play of Hunter Henry this week at the tight end spot. And uh, the running backs, though, you still need to proceed with caution. And the receivers, shockingly enough. Yeah. I, I don't know if you can play Jacoby Myers or Damian Harris, despite their great floors that they both have. Man, the touchdowns are just the lack of touchdowns are killing me. Yeah, it's still a it's still a good Bills defense, and the Patriots kick a lot of field goals and hold teams to ten to fifteen points. So offense tough. Uh, Bills side, you still you got to play everyone, yeah. but you're a little worried. I don't know if you're reaching down to. Cole Beasley, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, I'm not sure. Maybe one of those guys is going to get theirs, but you don't really know who. You're starting digs, but 
You start Diggs and Allen. I, I like Dawson Knox this week, possibly. Yeah. I'm, I don't like the running backs this week. I really don't. I would stay away from both of them, to be honest. I mean, the Patriots have proven to be a team that stops the run, and you could see Singletary and Moss split 12 carries for a combined 57 yards. And Brita with another. I, I really don't like the running back play this week. I would proceed with a lot of caution. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I think it's going to be a, a good Monday Night Football game for sure. I don't know how good it's going to be fantasy-wise, but <laughs> I'm excited to see the Patriots play the Bills for the, uh, uh, you know, first place in the AFC East. Yeah, man. We had a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of cleats last week for the holiday. And, the, uh, of course, you got the – the cleat uh, support thing going on right now. I cause my, my cleats. My cause my cleats. You you see any other? Which ones did you pick for cleats of the week? There are so many to choose from, man. Man, I did like Josh Jacobs. Uh, he had some good ones. Uh, I think Isaiah Rogers always brings the heat. Um, so there there are some guys that you know consistently come with a with, with it on a week to week basis. But I'm excited for my cause my cleats this week. We saw the the Chiefs uh, came out with their cleats. I think the Seahawks came out with their cleats. So a lot of people promoting their charities uh, on their cleats. Pretty cool. Yeah, really cool. And stay tuned. You guys are gonna see a lot of sweet kicks this week. Watch what you see. Your boy Russell Wilson and Tyron Matthew gonna have on. Those are some nice ones. Yes, sir. Yes, All right, Shua, this is a must-win fantasy week. Two more weeks till playoffs, man. It's getting real. This yeah. is where the owners are showing up. This is where money Pretty is crazy made. that we're already here. And, uh, you know, some teams have clinched the first-round by. Some teams are fighting to get that last playoff spot or just fighting not to be last place. First fight not to be last place. You don't want to take the ACT at 27 years old. No, you can't go to a Waffle House for 24 hours. No, you don't want to do it, man. So best of luck this week, and we will be back next week. But I'm finally here. Follow me here. Cause trust me, it's time to be squared. And if you really did trust me, then you would solemnly swear to pop a bottle for every damn